Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. Maybe we just light a match, throw it in, and just call it a day because this looks to be pretty bad. I mean, do you think, is anybody alive in there? I mean, I wouldn't think so. Maybe I didn't describe this machine man very well. I'm just imagining like a big cone. There's the machine man. He's very large. Oh my god. I didn't know he was like 30 feet tall. Jesus Christ. I was changing everything. I thought he was like human size. I thought it was just like a big person. Little Dalek or whatever they are. I, I just feel like it's maybe meant to be. Well, you could just say, sounds cool, let's do it. It doesn't always have to be, like, a destiny thing. Well, it's my de- Yeah, okay. <laughs> I see. Destiny to go up <laughs> robot's ass. <laughs> You're looking down through this portal at the Earth from space. Hold on, I'm not shook. I think, I don't even know these are portals. They could just be pretty pictures. Hey, then you're not shook. I'm not shooketh. <laughs> Can't shaketh me. Hey, Moot, you're shooketh. I'm shook. All right. Sky has got Moot shook. With its, Ugh, lost it already. <laughs> Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. Flashback, flashback, flashback. I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore. He, him. Also with me today is Tom Laird. Hey, that's me. He, him. I am playing Moot. He also goes by he, him. And Damie Moore. Oh, it sounded like Damie Moore, and I would now like to be called Dame Amy Moore. Dame Amy Dame Moore. Moore. Yes, and I play uh, she, her, and I play Sullivan Slight, uh, he, him. And Carla Max did. She, her, playing Glim, also she, her. Welcome to part two of our one shot. Uh, we know how to play games. <laughs> that's the true Dungeons way. <laughs> what you didn't think was important, we thought was entirely like essential. We hope you and enjoyed we... it. Well, I mean, you're still here, so you must have enjoyed that's the first a... part. And so we'll keep it. We'll keep it rolling here. <laughs> they're here this... going like, I wonder when they're gonna start playing. <laughs> <laughs> when they are just, we gonna get to the fireworks They figured factory. it out in the first ten minutes. Where's the rave? Uh, better be a fucking rave in here. But because this is a flashback and because it's a regular episode and because you've joined us on Patreon, maybe patreon.com slash dumb dragoncast. We, we'd love for you to come join us over there. When you are a patron, you get an episode dedicated to you like today's patron, Jordan Kemp. Thanks, Thanks Jordan. Jordan. Thank you. And I also, really thought there was going to be more to also, your last I'm name. I'm yeah. sorry about the way Russ said that. It seemed Yeah, like... I wasn't laughing at your name. No. I was laughing at Russ's K-E-M-P-F. way you said it. How I know. I'm it? not saying Kemp, you mispronounced you like, it. I'm just saying you... And like well, you were going to try whole... to add more to it. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Well, I was just drawing, drawing out the obviously most important letter yes. for emphasis. Yes. Yes. If, you are awesome. Thank you so much yes, for being Jordan, a patron. Yeah, you thanks, Jordan. are great. Join us today at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Now fuck it, let's play. Existential crisis. Existential <laughs> crisis. Space. Space. Butt monsters. What? No, the, well, you went oh, yeah. up the you butt of a yeah, machine yeah, monster. We are in turn the Hold butt monsters second. of this story. We are absolutely <laughs> the right. butt monsters. If, if that confused you because it wasn't an accurate retelling of what happened, go or back and listen to yeah, the episode. Or if you didn't listen to part one. Yeah. <laughs> go back yeah, like, then it really doesn't make sense. But we but are the butt monsters. Thank yes. you very much. <laughs> if, this is all canonical too. Credit so where credit is due. They were named the Destiny's Children or Destiny's Children. Uh, now yeah. the Butt Monsters. I like it. <laughs> Saviors of the world. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're on the fourth floor now. And fourth floor, ding! Fourth floor, space and unfinished projects. Can I touch stuff? I just want to. Is there any? Let me see. Don't you want to just? I, can take? I mean, I don't see any signs that say. I kind of just want to put something in a. I just want to walk through this door you here. Wanna, you want to take stuff? No, I want to put something through the through. I want to. You still almost said the butt. I no. There's a, a hesitation. A portal Ooh. is just an anus to another place. Oh, I mean, okay. Well, then I guess I want to put something through the anus to another place. Oh, okay. 
let's do it. What are we putting through the anus to another place? Get it together, Hillb. This is for science. This is... I am... Okay, hold on. Remember, like, just moments ago, we were like, we should probably just blow right past this because we're at the very beginning of what is this? No. 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 No, no. Because those were the coherent thoughts of people in Dungeons Downtime. That's right. Now we're playing the game. Now we're playing, and it's time to make weird decisions. Welcome to our TED Talk on how to turn a one-shot into four episodes. (laughs) Uh, Sully hands Glim a wrench. He had, this is like really big and I think would have like a very satisfying heave to it as you throw it through the hole. Yeah, go ahead and yeet that on through. Yeet it through the anus. So I'm going to um, put it not to the one looking at the planet, but the one that's just looking at the sky. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's two, right? <laughs> Anything you put through this for- this portal magnifies by like 100,000. You actually ended up hurtling an enormous wrench into the planet. Even if it was small, what if it like... Faerun as you know I don't it. know the physics of Faerun. There's like... A, there's like... It gains some sort of speed. It becomes... Oh my God. It becomes some sort of um like... Um, Russ is losing it. This is the quickest kill, conclusion to a two-part one I kill one the shot. whole population of the entire Everybody's planet. Gone. It's a mass it extinction It's a real butterfly effect we got going on here. Uh, okay, yeah. Goes through the anus. Does it feel satisfying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does it make a noise? <laughs> Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> Guys, that's not the, no, the sound I expected. It felt uh, a portal. You, you were you really. Know, when Merv was pulled through the portal and like sucked through, it didn't make that noise. Oh, that was. Oh, it sounds so that was wet. Delayed. That was wet. Yeah. I don't. I actually. You know what? It felt good throwing the wrench, but everything else that happened, I didn't like at all. So, like. I'm not going to do it then. I'll pass. I, yeah, thought, I it, saw ugh. you do it. It's yeah. fine. I think we should How just... How many more things can we throw? No, we're going <laughs> to... I think we should just maybe go. Hey. Ha! No, Hillop, stop. I ugh, I hate it. It's like... Ugh. Like my misophonia is affected only by portal sounds, wet portal sounds. Oh, no. Okay, well, there's a ladder and maybe some kind of... Uh, Don't throw the ladder. Well, no, I'm not going to just throw the ladder. It looks <laughs> like the ladder goes up and down, and then there's this little box beside it, and it has this open door, and it's got a button inside. Guys, I want to press the button. It's got an up arrow and a down arrow. I'm going to press it. I want to... Oh, fuck this guy. I see Hillop already pressing the button. <laughs> Are you going in? No, we're watching you. You press the up air. You see the light kind of go through. Let's see. I thought this was a a ladder. This is uh, this is a. There's a ladder beside it. I think. Huh. Oh, I'll take the fucking ladder. God damn him taking the stupid upsies downsies machine. God damn it. Hey guys, it's pretty cool up here. There's some cloud tubes. Uh, I know looks we, like some buttons. I know we didn't talk about it, but I assumed we'd all just kind of be quiet. Didn't you? Yeah, he's were you guys, screaming and awful I mean, lot. we're in. There's nobody up here. I figured I was okay. I mean, it's even worse if his yelling is that loud and his hearing is that sensitive that he can hear this conversation we're having <laughs> floor below. <laughs> God, he must deafen, he must deafen himself, himself on the daily. I mean, that explains all the yelling, actually. Is it like one of those whisper chambers where, like, you can hear from across the room? Right. Uh, I'm going to press some buttons if you don't get up here soon. Well, we're climbing up the ladder. Hillop, shh. Uh, you enter into a new chamber, slightly smaller. Uh, I come over the- and I slap Hillop. Ah! Oh! Why? Why? Stop pressing buttons. I didn't press them yet. I said no, I was about to start. No, you press the one start. down there. Well, yeah. You heard me say I wanted to press it, and you pressed it first. I, I will slap l- you again. Listen to the playback. I'm pretty sure I said it first. He slaps Hillop again. Ah! Stop it. Go. You go sit over there. Don't touch anything. This room is a little bit smaller than the last, and uh, in this in this chamber is, are glass tubes that extend from the floor to the ceiling. Each has a glass door on it, and inside is this sickly green swirling cloud in the chamber. Do they seem like... 
like, sorry, they're floor to ceiling? Floor to ceiling. Do they seem to be going through the ceiling or stopping at the stopping ceiling? Stopping, presumably, at the ceiling from what you can tell. Are they making any sounds? Are there any plaques that we could read? Ooh, no. yes. Is there no informative plaques? Hey? No informative plaques. It's a terrible journals. museum. Anywhere? <laughs> Not on this floor that you can find. Uh-huh. Guys, I really, uh, this looks very, okay, so I got two series. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, there. One, this is the cure for this pink stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number two, it's poisonous. We might all die. Yeah. It it's seems, green. Yeah, green is usually bad. Blah. I, well, yeah. I don't know. It, green means go. That's true. But green, when it's like medicine, is like, ooh, don't take that medicine. But trees and grass, I mean, those things are green and they're like oh, the best. But infections, right? When oh. like, like, remember that paper cut you got moot and it was all pussy and green and gross? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Hmm. Maybe we just see what's on the next floor. Yeah, maybe let's just keep going. Uh, I sprint into the elevator. <laughs> I will also You take the take ladder, the you son of a bitch! And I press the button, and I do leave Moot and Glenn behind. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's all right. So, should we, like, go down and check out the down? No, and I go up. No, no oh. up. Oh, okay. Yeah, well. Cool, 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 cool. It's fine. Uh, Sully, uh, you were the first. These doors part, and <laughs> you are now on the floor that had the lights that were visible from outside. Inside, you see slow-moving, like, energy blasts. Some fire, some ice, some uh, weird purpley color. And on either side of this chamber are two people who <gasps> seem to be, s- like, just... Like slow motion, like I don't know what the frames per second is, but it's that that kind of slow. And their spells that they appear to be casting out of their wands appear to be leaving them at an equally slow pace. If you were to roll an investigation or perception check, mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. Moot and Glim are the first ones up the ladders. 14. You now see this as well. 16. 15. Yeah, you're all in about the same ballpark. Uh, you perceive after watching a little while and your trigonometry skills, as good as they are, mm-hmm. that these spells are traveling at approximately a foot every 12 hours. So there are numerous spells that have been cast that are just moving through the chamber towards the opposite person on the other side. And the wizard seemed to be locked in this weird time fuckery. Um, but you yourselves appear to be moving at the regular speed because uh, that has- would just make this a long adventure. Mm. Oh, and we wouldn't yeah. want that. Time. No. no. Uh, time fuckery. Russ is the biggest boner right I- now. <laughs> um, Do we recognize either of these wizards? Good question. Make a history check. Wow, this dice has rolled nothing but shit for me. 14. Four. Will the four do it? <laughs> 14. Let's go 14. Uh, Glim, you did your research before you left, which is uh, not unusual, but perhaps Moot would have you'd normally done it in another, in another life. Uh, one of them, the one uh, to your left, will say, looks like the... Magi Bonvai, the one and only, the one who uh, is perhaps the the known magician wizard of the area. At least the one that has that robot, or no, the robot. The birds. town's named after him, right? And the mm-hmm. robot birds. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep the the one and only, and the other one on the other side, um, not familiar. What do we'll they call look like? Cotton Eye Joe. What's their general vibe? Where did they come from? Where did they go? Yeah. Where looks, did they come from? Um, looks to be. I'm so mad you got that song <laughs> in my head, Tom. <laughs> it's ah, it was worth it. Uh, that is 100% about a sexually transmitted infection. Yes. <laughs> I mean, sure. I'm, Must be. Uh, I'm pretty sure. The I song behaves somewhere. like one. Yes, so. exactly. <laughs> All right, 
uh, general vibe of the one you don't recognize mm-hmm. uh, looks to be uh, human or humanoid, most uh, more human uh, than than anything else. Uh, dressed in um, rather unusual attire, more like clean cut, very grays, very shiny fabrics. Uh, seems out of place for the world that you are in and, and and things that you have seen. Well, this looks like not like a really time-sensitive problem. That's a great point. Should we keep going <laughs> up to see if there's something else that is like more like pink, like if there's like a big um, plug we could pull and all the pink goo would oh, drain yeah. or something? Oh, that'd be good. That could probably, you guys want to get in the elevator this time? These guys look like, you know, like they'll, yeah, for a minute. For a, for a minute, yeah. Yeah, I want to ride in it. Sure. Oh, it's nice. You don't have to do anything. Oh, hmm. well, I'll try it. You could do squats while you're in it. Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Hell up, you want to come along? Um, hmm. I don't want to leave you in here with these guys. Well... I don't know what you're going to do. I've you see him. He's holding like this this large like uh, gray like plate almost. Um, he was walking over to the spells, being like, "I could maybe like redirect the spells." You don't know what the spells are, but if you like angle them and push them, and then it say like it. Let's say you wait there for like what twelve hours, Pres- presumably yes, and then it just blasts through it. Yes. Or you reposition it and it points like out into the world. And hits a baby. Oh, I don't want Hell to hit a baby. No, sorry. And I will reposition the one spell that I already moved when you were talking about others. That baby's having a others. puppy. What? Oh, How could you even? Up. Just... Well, Unacceptable. My... Uh, sorry, guys. Listen, uh... if you're going to be part of the group, we talk things out. Well, okay. Let's talk it through. What if we... We like to make a really good plan and then follow through Especially on it. Especially when that's we have our, 12 hours. That's our main thing. That is one thing that I wrote down from the three of you is that you always make plans <laughs> and you always <laughs> know exactly what to do when you are going yes. into a situation not uncertain in any way, shape, yes. or form. Exactly. You are correct well, in all, right. all of those statements. I'm Let's... in the elevator. Let's go check it. What, we got two more floors to look at? Uh, I think it's just one above just us. The one? Yeah. Okay. Bing. Okay. It's weird you're making no sound effects. <laughs> oh, you've added music. Well, it seems like a very quiet, dead space without some music. Isn't it weird we're all just choosing to just stare at the back of this door and not make eye contact well, with each other? I'm doing squats. Did you just... What? what? That's not okay. That was a oh, small space. Oh, my... Sorry, everybody. Oh. Sorry. Uh, I was squatting when you did that. I was Well, like, it was Glim. Was... She was squatting and one snuck it, out of her Did keister. you just blame your fart on Glim? I didn't blame my fart on Glim. I blamed Glim's fart on Glim. Mm. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Luke doesn't say anything in five minutes. Wow. Wow. (laughs) We thought more highly of you than that, Hilla. Thought you knew. Yep, we did. Uh, The doors part open, the gas releases. And, That's uh, what was in those green cylinders. You enter into yet a slightly smaller room. This one, uh, approximately you know, thirty feet across. Uh, it looks like it's a, a, a. It could be described as a library. There's many shelves. There's books all over. In the center of this uh, chamber, there is a pedestal with a green glowing uh, stone. Sully looks at Hillib and goes, "Don't." I will put my hands in my pocket. Goodness. Somebody watch him. Won't touch it. Is there a plaque? <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's a plaque right here. Is there maybe like a tourist information kiosk that sure. I can grab some mm-hmm. literature? Let- is there someone just standing ready to take me on a tour of this place? My name is Hillop. I will read you the plaque that is below this big stone. 
With your hands in your pockets. With my hands in my pockets. I will gesture with my elbows. I was going to say one hand. (laughs) I got one hand in my pocket and the other one on the cosmic stone. No, I won't put it on the cosmic stone. I was just got swept away. This is the cosmic stone. You should have yeeted him through that portal. You can, if you touch it, you become aware of uh, the cosmos. Now, how many dots were <laughs> written down in that? So that was that much of a pause. Uh, it was a couple. It was like an ellipsis followed by an ellipsis followed by an ellipsis. Okay. That's three ellipses. That's three ellipses. So I felt appropriate to say the ahs. Sorry, can you read it one more time? The cosmic stone. If you touch it. Oh, it's a title now. If you touch it. You will be aware of the cosmos. It seems kind of vague. Now, did you say beware or be aware of? Be, be aware, A-W-A-R-E, mm. be aware, so beware. Kind of, like it's, I think it's important to be aware of stuff. Be aware of yeah, the cosmos. Agreed. Yeah, seems like we should touch it. Well, now hold on a second. What is the cosmos? Because I once, I don't know if it's the same thing, but I once had a cosmos. Yeah. And then I I woke up in uh in the, you know, in the parking lot of a church. So maybe you already have awareness of the cosmos? Maybe. I, I, I don't know. I, I, or you don't really remember. Well, I mean, I don't really remember, so I guess I'm not that aware, but I'm not sure it's the same thing. Oh, that's I've read the plaque. I don't know any other information. <laughs> I don't know. That my next step is to just kind of like let Hillop do what he wants to do. <laughs> you know? Bold choice, but let's see where this goes. Hillop, you want to touch a stone? Well, of course I want to touch a stone, but okay. you told me to put my hands in my pockets. Well, I mean, I did, but now I'm saying you could take your hands out of your pockets. You did an excellent job of reading the plaque. You should give yourself a round of applause. Okay. Okay, now nobody is going to supervise you. Nobody's going to supervise me? Nobody's going to supervise you. Oh. We're just going to fade into the background here and look at the rest of this room. Look, look at some of these books. So you begin and... to look at books. And you... you said library, so I'm assuming just yeah, 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 walls yeah, yeah, yeah. covered in yeah. books. Yeah, yeah. Standard library. Is there one of those really big ladders like you wanted to have in our <sighs> kitchen so I could reach stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Like that rolls yeah. around. Right on the, the perimeter, mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So the camera doesn't leave Hillop, but you, th- you three disperse through the library, looking at books, checking out names, seeing things like... Riding on that ladder. Portals, really just anuses to another place. Ah, uh, that old chestnut. Yeah. Uh, different. <laughs> Very popular book. Different journals and spell books and that sort of thing. Um, but the camera still hasn't left Hillop, and he he's looking side to side, trying to figure out if anybody's actually, actually going to let him do what he wants. And you see his hand slowly raised towards the cosmic stone that he described off the plaque. And it makes contact with the cosmic stone and his eyes roll back in his head. And if anybody's watching, which you're probably all all actually watching. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I was like perusing a shelf, but paying very close attention to what was going on. I I have a book open that is called portal. The extra hole you didn't know you needed. (laughs) (laughs) And it's upside down. (laughs) Yeah. And his eyes roll back in his head and he begins like vibrating and he seems to be stuck in place there. Should we take him off that stone? Hill up. How you doing, bud? Begin speaking in this weird, it sounds like gibberish, it's mumbling. Uh, Can you give us an example of what that would sound like? I think it's fine to me. I know, it's normal. (laughs) Okay, maybe we should pull him off. (laughs) Is that the internal alarm that happened? I'm going to try and pull him away from the stone. Yeah, you pull him off, he stops immediately as soon as his hand's not in contact with the cosmic stone. And he, How you doing, buddy? So, it's, um, the, I saw... The, I saw... Where are we now? We're in the tower in the middle of the pink goo. Uh, the robots out there, there are two seems like, you like know, slow wizards down there. Seems like eighteen eight lives ago. Is uh, I've seen uh, all the corners of the world. I've seen. I I know things now. Cool. 
Oh, like how to get rid of the pink goo? Yeah, we closed the door. What what door? What door? There's a door at the bottom floor. And we closed the door. We closed the door. Okay. Okay. Okay, and um, what about the wizard, slow motion wizard guys? Do, should we like help them or close the door? The magi, the magi Bonvai who runs the establishment, and then there's the inhumanist who is uh, his uh, arch nemesis, uh, so to speak, oh. for the oh, magi Bonvai. He, the, the uh, he uh, attributed to the goo being released, and then they were locked in time. And then uh, uh, trying to shoot each other. It's, it's been going on for quite some time. What if we put that uh, inhumanist into a bag? You want to put the inhumanist into a bag? What kind of bag? Well, probably like a potato sack or something. Yeah, like, like a that. burlap sack mm. of sorts. Yes, you want to put things into a potato sack. Okay. And right. just like put them somewhere else. Sure, yeah. Puts him into a potato sack. That seems fine. I, Is this Russ or Philip talking? I'm not. Have, yeah. yeah, put him in a potato sack. Whatever. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah totally. Fine. I mean, you you do you, Sully. I I have the the wealth of knowledge of the cosmos now. I, oh gosh, are you gonna be all high and mighty about it? Well, I mean, I touched the cosmic stone. I am imparted with the information. I am well, what probably if I go now. Touch the cosmic stone. I then have, you're not the only person. Okay, go touch the cosmic stone. Well, then. no, I don't want to. It looked painful. What you did? Well, it's just like an is. It's like a dump of information into your brain all at once. It's I don't like want the you... cosmos to take a dump on me. Well, it's not on you. It's in your brain. I don't want to dump that in me. That sounds much worse. I think worse. that's worse. Uh, well, Should we just go to the bottom I... floor and close Let's... the door and like deal with the goo yes, situation? Yes, one thing at a time. I, and then like... and then the two slow-mos. We can, we can figure out what we're going to do with those guys. We'll deal with them later. Okay. Yeah, sure. I, I... I don't like this, Hillop. How do we turn him back? I boop him on, on the nose. Boop. Does that make you feel better? Does it make you feel better? What do you think about baguettes? Baguettes are a delightful baked good. Would you do just about anything for one? Well, I mean... I, what about Zumba? Uh, you like Zumba? Well, I, Zumba is a money-making opportunity, but when you have the, the world of knowledge of the cosmos at your hands, do you really need the... Oh, gosh. The bees' Glim. knees of... He was only yeah. in it for the money. He, well... He just said it was a money-making opportunity, and I thought it was a whole spiritual thing. You know what? Let's deal with the pink goo. I... I... am conflicted. Everybody's back in the elevator. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the basement. Find the pink goo door. So all the cosmic knowledge and you're still humming in the elevator, huh? Mm. Makes people feel more comfortable. It doesn't. No. No. Weirdly. Actually. Okay, guys, still doing it. I should have just taken the ladder. You know I don't like just standing. You could have slid down that thing like a badass. You know how you do your hands and your feet on either side and you just go, whoa, all the way down. So have you guys seen this new vacation form from HR? Like, what are we even supposed to fill out? I'm not sure, but you know what just occurred to me is that I now know what earn your keep means. Because you know, like, when you get a keep inside of a city, when you're like, right, you earn your keep. You guys. Oh. Right? Huh. It never could be. We like, earn your keep, earn your keep. And then she, like, gave us a keep, right? And she's like, this is where right. you guys live now. Um, but then also do this shit for me. Right? Huh. I guess I always thought it was, like, earn the keeping of you, like, the tending and caring of you. Like, you have to earn basic, you know, like. You know, how backass woods is that, though, right? Like, yeah. I mean, someone should just take care of you. We are peoples. Yeah, everyone should just, you know, be taken care of to a, to a basic level. Bing! S-
Sitting on a riverboat in the middle, saying something problematic. Oh no. The people no, no, are no, no, going to Boog hang Ooh. because it started playing David Wilcox. Yeah. Did you hang out with us? No, stop. On no one likes this either, hey, no, Russ. Anytime. Anytime. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Thank no. you. Once you get into I'm it, though, it's just I a ex- real bop. I egged that on, you guys. You I be, apologize. You I am. Be. <laughs> I'm 100% responsible for that. So a little, little hit to our, our good Canadian content uh, of David Wilcox, which will be showing up in a Spotify Ooh. playlist somewhere of the good, best an Canadian song. Yeah, used. good yep. uh, Look, uh-huh. okay. Everyone has we opinions, all, and that's we all have different listen. opinions. It may not be good, but you know what is good? What? Our Facing Fate podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yes. good. That's, Amy, what that's a, a lot better than than David Wilcox. 100%. Hey. You're going to enjoy oh. it so much more than if you listen to That's right. To if you Wilcox. hated what just happened, hey. you're going to love <laughs> the podcast. Let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> great. Yeah, we have a new season of Facing Fate. Uh, it is Facing Fate Cthulhu Season 2. Electric Boogaloo. Uh, it's, right. yeah. is the is the subtitle which is wildly inappropriate once you start listening to it <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah it doesn't quite fit we're still grasping the concept of theme that's yeah. right we'll get there we'll get we're not there. good at naming things it's kind of our thing there is going to be a new episode every week all month because it's spooky season and there's Ooh. scary eldritch horrors coming for you Maybe. Maybe. I mean, or are we really just possible. marking papers? Just marking papers. Yeah, that's definitely how the first season, the first episode starts. So if you haven't listened to Perfect. it, please do. <laughs> because uh, it gets better than just marking papers. It does get better than marking papers. The, the hook, the, the the cliffhanger that we leave you on. Ah! Exactly. That's how it does it. That's the, that's the noise you're going to make when you listen to it. <laughs> I love it. Like Carla said, every week up until Halloween, when the dramatic finale arrives and then that means we got to get planning on a new season everybody so let's get down to business did we mention kyle classets in it uh, from the bombarded and also this show uh because he's (laughs) that's right (laughs) and also this show yeah uh he's a long time permanent cast member kyle classet he just moved in and was just like well i'm here for the record so we're doing it can one be a squatter in an audio medium except that i feel like we forced him to do it so is that yeah oh Mm. now have we kidnapped kyle no no yeah no 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 i keep paying him it's fine okay yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. Let's get that. Yeah. As long as money exchanges hands, it's fine. You got it. Because I thought maybe we had some sort of Stockholm syndrome going on where he just also thinks. That. Well, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. feel like that That's could be I a think. part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We've More derailed a little bit, but truly, please listen to Facing Fate because it's really good. And we work it, really it's our hard on it. winning podcast. Russ particularly works very hard on it and makes it sound incredible and it's literally won awards and we would really like people to listen to it please Mm -hmm. thank you thank you now back to this episode where we're figuring out pink goop (laughs) (laughs) i mean really that describes a lot of our episodes i mean be a little more specific for us goodbye everybody bye The after the long proceeding uh, opens onto a grand hall with a massive archway, a brass canister and portal exudes the pink slime that is pouring forth from it. There's a lid propped up off and to the side. Hey, Moat, you want to just screw that lid back on? Uh, sure, I'll give it a shot. Maybe use your claw hand. Yeah, don't, 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 don't touch the pink Yeah, we could get some on you. Yuck. How good are crab claws? Oh, he's quite dexterous. dexterous I've seen I mean, him pretty, use a I've, I've been practicing a lot with it. Okay, okay. I feel like it'd be pretty good. It's yeah. like a, a pincer to cl- close a thing. Almost like it's, a wrench, like you threw into like the portal. Yeah. This is something it's, that the cosmic stone did not impart upon me. So once we know this, if it will work with a crab claw... I feel like I know everything. Will you then pop out of existence because there's no life left to live? We will we'll find out. Oh, God, no, do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just breathing. Do <laughs> He's really excited. All right, yeah, I'll give, it a, I'll give it a try. You know what we haven't been rolling for is wild magic surges. Mm. So, like, roll oh. four of them. 
Four? Okay. <laughs> well, you did. Uh, well, hold on. You did. Uh, you did two produce flames. Yep. You did two ma- mage hands. So four of them. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Me too. What's going to fuck up our situation right now when we are like five minutes from completion? We're so close. Is it going to be thinking about your to-do list? One of them was a three. <laughs> no, so let's let's uh, fire some shit up. All righty then. Okay, now just think baseball. Baseball. Your grandma. Because I want to make it last. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. What you got there? I lost my metaphor. (laughs) (laughs) 90. Oh. 90. 90. Shit. Mage hand goes. You see the mage hand uh, doing its business um, and it's working. (laughs) Prefers to keep it private usually, but (laughs) make an exception this time. Uh, Wow. It's working. Uh, moot, uh, moot, you're feeling good about it, and you see <laughs> it's working, it's working. You're feeling good feeling about good. it. <laughs> I'm feeling real good. Uh, everybody's drawn over to Hillop, who sees this too, and he begins to go, his, like his eyes roll back, and he begins to like mumble again. <laughs> Jesus, what are we watching? Uh, <laughs> and then he. Everybody else looks back to well, not only Hillop, but Moot's gone. Oh, uh, oh, hey, wait, what? Wait, okay, oh. hold on. He was like just white. He was Moot. Moot. I don't. Did Hillop somehow vanish him out of existence? Because he I wanna, gained all the. I'm gonna hold on here. I'm gonna, and I yell into the portal. Moot, buddy, I'll get you back. Just like I got Muff. It's okay. Uh, you know. I did some shady stuff, but I'll do shadier for you, man. I will, cause we're like we're like brothers. Um, and I was the one who was like, "You want to just put that light back on?" And now, I just you were even you were putting the, you were doing it, man. And then like Hillip got all weird over here, so I'm pretty sure it's ninety percent his fault. And now I'm just talking to a portal. So Moot's invisible. <laughs> he can he can hear you, but you can't hear him. So what's yeah. Moot doing at this moment as Sully is... I'm pouring my heart out. Moot is is trying to keep up with like the notes as to what Sully is saying to him, but the, the emotion is pouring out of him so fast that he just can't keep up. Something you have to just experience and just be in the moment for. The lid to this uh, to this canister is put back on, and you see the pink goo, uh, the pink slime, uh, stop flowing out of it, um, and even begins to like soak into the ground and begins to slowly disappear. Um, there's a lot of it, so that takes quite a while. Um, after approximately a minute. Uh, Moot pops back in right over Sully as he's uh, weeping uh, at the loss of his friend. And I promise I'll never make fun of you. Oh, oh, well, <clears throat> welcome. I was so sad. Uh, I want to roll like a grapple roll for a hug, Russ. Let's <laughs> give me one aggressive sure. hug. Yeah. Uh, Do it. Roll plus strength. Oh, Sully can be a little slippery. That's true. Yeah, you really got to. Uh, that is a 12. Hold on. I want to roll against his hug to see if I get on top. Three. <laughs> minus one. <laughs> well, that didn't... The minus one is really just the insult, isn't it? <laughs> well, that didn't hit his armor class. I don't feel like he's trying to evade you, so I think it worked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we wrestle into the biggest hug. I heard all the nice things you said about me. Oh, that's embarrassing. Who... I well, I knew you could hear me the whole time. Oh, oh, th- well, oh, well, that was it was super sweet regardless. Well, I just want you to not feel like you were alone or disappeared, or that if you know uh, Hillop did that to you, I probably would have killed him. Oh yeah, no, I I think that you would have killed Hillop for sure. Yeah, I just need just I just need an excuse, man. Rusted <laughs> Hillop show back up. Uh, he mm-hmm. hasn't disappeared. He's he, he's he kind of just like passed out on the ground. Oh, oh okay. I thought he had I thought also they disappeared. Both disappeared. No, yeah, he was too. he went back into like that trance state that you saw when he touched the cosmic. Gotcha. Stone. Yep. Right. Um but yeah, just it's lower. now just like <laughs> body fall on the ground. So did uh 
moot close the thing because okay. successfully hey, yes it's not kind of okay. weird look at it all like soaking into the ground but when we took that little bit off and then it, it and mm-hmm. it was on the stick it didn't soak into the ground like how odd is that do we just not wait long enough or maybe there wasn't enough of it to really have like the soaking oh, effect. the weight of it is likely oh. pushing it because of the the gravity and stuff yeah i used to be a gravitologist we used to, we came up with actually with this drug called gravol, and it, oh, increased, what did it do? increased the you know how uh, heavy you were. Yeah, it was really just a bunch of. Uh, it was just a big carbohydrate pill. You'd really like that, Glim. Good for carbo loaded <laughs> and before like a really. Oh, I would love important. that before a big event. Do we just kind of like... continue talking as we exit this building and leave Hill up there, or like how is this? Is this? Uh... <laughs> Uh, I guess, yeah. What do, you, what do you want to do next? Do you want to go put the guy in the bag? Or... Oh, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, I we're, forgot guess, about we're walking that. towards. <laughs> yeah, and we just leave them there to fight for eternity. It's fine. Oh, oh, oh. oh hey, guys. Uh, what's happening? Where are we? Well, oh, God. This again. Let me got this. I just um, I can't. This is a new room since we were in the library, and now we're down here. Yeah. Now we're now we're down here, and Moot closed the thing. What did he close? The, the the like pink goo. Yeah, lid. The, the goo dispenser. There was a goo dispenser. You're the one who told I mean, us. You're about. the one that told us. I did. That sounds really smart of me. What about the two battling wizards? What about the two? Ba- there's two. Well, they. Yeah, we saw the two battling wizards. I was going to deflect. Right. Okay. So, Hillip, um, just one question: If you had to put your like knowledge of the whole universe on a scale of like Hillip to a really, really smart person, oh. where would you put that? Like Hillip is a really, really smart person, so that's like a linear. Oh, I like leaked that to him or something. He's fine. That's like a linear okay, yeah. motion. The pink goo was. Okay, uh, it's nice to have you back. Yeah, into oh, the elevator. Go on. It's good to be back. All right, back into the elevator. Uh, here we go. Bing. So when you say you're on a shoestring budget, hmm. does that mean you can only buy shoestrings? I'm just trying to think. What else? You know? I, I don't know what else that could... I mean, there's those really skinny French fries, but that can't be related. Something about noodles? Shoestring budget. Which floor are we going to, hey? Oh, it's up a little bit. Back to six, where the wizards were, I think. So, is it... I mean, I really don't even know. Context clues are not helping in this Like, maybe you can only buy shoestrings, or you gotta sell your shoestrings, because that was, like, a hot commodity. So, if you're on a shoestring budget, like, it's like, oh, God, I gotta sell my shoelaces. And I mean, are we... Yes, that's what I was just gonna say. Are we assuming shoestrings are shoelaces? Because shoestrings would be a weird way of saying it. Like maybe uh, I can help with that. Your friendly neighborhood encyclopedia. Uh, yes, uh, Though this is a, a little passage here. The wandering peddlers would sell or trade small items such as needles, pots, and shoelaces, which was the most popular item. These traveling trinket sellers made a meager income as they charged little for their wares. Some believe this is the origin of the connection of the term shoestring to a small amount of money. Damn, Moo, you got everything in that notebook. Wow. <laughs> Shit, son. All right, should we, like, separate these jabronis and just, like, I don't know. What do we do with them? You told me not to deflect their magics. They, how do we stop the magics and then... Uh, maybe we put one of them through the portal. Why? Wow. Like, there was a portal to space. This one seems like he has mm-hmm. space boots on. Maybe he would do I mean, he okay. does have, like, a space kind of look, mm-hmm. but... I guess morally, I just don't know which one's the good guy and which one's the bad if guy. If I slap you him, know? would it take 12 hours for him to feel the sting of my hand? Probably. That seems like how time works. I, I want to investigate this room and see, like, is there something that has slowed them down? Is there, like, I don't know, time testicles and, like, they're twisted? <laughs> yep, sounds about right. 
Yeah, yeah Cla- just like, Carla's laughing to laugh every time. Guys, I'm not laughing at my own joke. I'm laughing at Carla laughing at my joke. <laughs> the testicular torsion of That's the right. time testicle. Yeah, it happens. Uh, it's a thing, Yeah, you guys. just hanging in the center of the room, there are two uh, ovular balls hanging from the center of the ceiling, mm-hmm. and they appear to be... Mm-hmm. Contorted in a fleshy kind of yeah sack. yeah oh. it's veiny mm-hmm. and fleshy and they appear to be interwoven mm-hmm. in an uncomfortable mm-hmm. way that maybe should probably be dealt with. See a doctor, not you know, not what Sully, we're about to Glim. do. Yeah, I mean I don't want to touch him, but also I'm super short. I'll say it. I know we'd all been thinking it. I am shorter than the average. Yes, even more so than Moot when he lost those seven inches. Moot, I hate to ask because I feel like we've really depended on you a number of times in the last, you know, 30 to 40 minutes. But do you think that your claw could untwist the testicular time torsion or is that possible? I mean, I say we give it a shot. Hold, wait, hold on. And I want I want to go over and I want to like pull guy whose town is named after him, but he's an adult, Magi so I bon can't remember. Bi. Magi Bon, Magi bon yeah. Jovi. Uh, out of mm-hmm. the way of the oncoming mm. spells. Okay. Great idea. Uh, hey, uh, do you guys, you, you want to move the other dude maybe away so they don't blast each other? Who knows what that'll be like. <laughs> sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a, you're, that's a great idea. Okay, so let's uh, pull, pull him... Oh, she's so heavy. Oh, I mean, we okay, gotta do more on. upper body strength with Zumba. You can't just stay in the office all the time. Oh, you can't. You need to. Uh, well, I'm the pushing papers. You know, you're out there adventuring and doing all the things with your your big big arms, and I'm just sitting there like, oh, gotta balance the books. Oh, gotta take over the new competition. Oh, well, God. this seems like an elevator competition. It does. Okay, so I'm going to, I'll just, I'm just going to help. Okay, help. Just, okay, I got it. Uh, so no, it's we totally We're doing fine. it together. I'm glad I am helping you because okay. otherwise this would be You're... so difficult for just you. Absolutely. Just make sure, you use your knees. Yeah, I think I have you hernia know, you gotta... now. Oh. Well, maybe okay, Moot's well... crab claw co- co- can fix that. <laughs> well, Okay. <laughs> I mean, sure. how big or small can you make this thing? Can you make it like magic school bus size when it shrinks down? Go and like inside goes me and inside push of a the cut? intestine back up through the wall. I mean, I don't think I can Ant-Man it that small. Uh, mm. I was just curious. I don't, okay. know. I don't have a magic. So they have been moved to the side. I have the plate. Do we hit the balls? No, put the plate down. I don't think we want to like ricochet anything. Right now they're going to shoot yeah. forward and hit nothing but wall. <laughs> Um, we'll just stay out of the, and, stay and out of the way. And is going to just go up and twist the balls. All right, Moots, go twist the balls. I'm standing off to the side here. My safe word is pineapple. All right, quick countdown to ball twisting. <laughs> Three, two, and one. Oh, what sound effect rough? Twist those balls. Oh, oh, they were very twisted. I thought it was just like a wow, wow. I really gave it like some force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you hit it like a tether ball. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it was like. Yeah, yeah, you ducked out of the way. These two balls are now free from their their torsion. Somewhere the Mm -hmm. building breathes a sigh of relief. (sighs) Oh, God. (laughs) The spells reactivate. The two wizards lose their balance and fall to the ground and they scream and stand up and and begin to, to move to fire another spell at each other. Uh, stop, please. Why? We got rid of the pink goo, so oh, you could just God. like maybe take it down I am, a little I am bit. This, it out. This is the voice of Magi Bonfi. Uh, thank you. Okay. Uh, That's uh, nice. Okay. This nice is the voice of you. Sullivan's Light. <laughs> Very nice to meet you. you. Yeah, you too. This is my arch nemesis, the Inhumanist. Okay. Yes, I am the Inhumanist. Very different from Match Hypon. Oh, you don't like humans? Cool. And no, not specifically. Uh, Are you not human? Uh, Not exactly. Okay, did you know that this world is filled with not humans? Yeah. Okay. 
But you don't like humans? Well, just this one specifically, the inhumanist. Oh, He's... wow. You're, you have named your whole persona after your dislike of this guy? He tra- goes through the anuses and drops all his garbage and, and just leaves it everywhere. Is this well, true, Bon Jovi? Well, it's, it's, it's the best way to get rid of all the failed projects. You just, you just remove them. Well, but you're removing them to somewhere else. They don't just disappear. Would you throw yeah, them no, in disappear. your neighbor's yard? Uh, I did that for a while. And, and then, what did they think? Well, they, they brought pitchforks and, and, uh-huh. and torches. And then I said, okay, okay, hold, slow your roll. I will, oh, I don't like this I guy. will allow it to go through a portal, which really everybody knows is just an anus to another universe, but then they can deal with it. Well, and he has w- a hole you didn't know you needed. However, it does sound like it's this guy's front yard. Uh, I mean, you could just get like a bag of holding or something. That, on- that only holds so much. Well, or- I mean, how Pocket much? Pocket dimension, my, mm. my dote. Pocket dimension. Yeah, somebody else's pocket dimensions. pockets. All right. I mean, you're being a terrible neighbor. He, okay. Yeah, it's real shitty, actually. Mm. I like, Look, I shouldn't you have moved you. you. I could have left you where you, you were. Come you, into, got hit. you come into my house mm-hmm. and... Solve your well, problem? Sa- save you? Yeah. Save you from a problem of your own creation? And then call me names? I want to slap him. And I want to use my master's hand wraps. Oh, there right, we go. now you can read your character sheet. What do the master's hand wraps That's do? That's right. I have a plus two bonus to my unarmored armor class. Uh, they also add additional might to my blows. I've got plus three to attack and damage rolls made with my unarmed strikes. And the fabric can be used to strike out at the opponents. And <laughs> they extend, yeah, like like just like snapping a, a towel in, yeah, uh, kind of, yeah. In the locker they room? can also, I can make a single special unarmed strike against a creature within thirty feet, and that creature takes additional martial art die of damage in addition to the normal damage from the unarmed strike. And if the creature is large or smaller, <laughs> or anywhere in between, apparently, you pull the creature <laughs> up to ten feet closer to you. Okay, do it. I'm gonna hit him. <laughs> I don't think anything that that's going to do is going to do. Seven. That was with your plus three? Yeah. And my plus one to attack. But like he didn't see it coming, so maybe. He didn't see it coming. So it's like, you know, when someone uh, has a hey, slap fight. What are, you, what, are you, what are you doing? Well, I'm trying to slap some sense into you, but you know what? I've gone through a lot. It's been an emotional roller coaster. Fair enough. Fair enough. I Ooh, disappeared I, for a little bit. It's true. I did. Oh. Very cool. Very. Did you walk through a portal? No. Huh. Interesting. All right. Well, um, I appreciate you coming to my home. I appreciate you calling me names. I appreciate you saving my life. Uh, I need it on the last one, but that's okay. Um, turning off the pink valve. That was uh, probably good for the for the, the surrounding community. Uh, everybody oh, yeah. doing everybody okay fled. there? He goes and looks out the windows. Oh, there's quite a and some quite of them turn cannibals. Yeah, yeah. If you touch yeah. the Dude, goo, they were eating each other. Uh, it takes over your body, and then eventually it uh, it it saps your life energy, and then becomes you, and then you are now just a pink goo monster. Uh, and you think you're still the good great. guy in this well, scenario? Well, this was his pink goo he was releasing into my backyard. So really, it's his problem. Well, but- well I tried to turn it off and he was like, lesson learned or some bullshit like that. So can you like do the pocket dimension thing? Just so I don't throw my like, garbage in his, just- his backyard? Yes, okay, yeah, sure. Cause sure. Problem. Yeah, I'll throw... Inhumanist, it's been a pleasure fighting with you. I will no longer need your front yard as my disposal unit for all of my failed projects. I will throw it into a pocket dimension and hope that that doesn't show up on some interplanar monster's doorstep and then come deal with that. I'm sure these fine folks will come back and help me with that one too. Uh-huh. Well, if it ends up being an angry unicorn, I will not be helping you with no. that. Wait, right. that's a hard right. no. No, no. No unicorns. We do have lines and standards. Perfect. All right. Um, Inhumanist is that, I know it's not, I mean, you got some vengeance and like if he stops doing it. Kind of wrecked a whole town. 
Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was pretty pretty rad. Uh, getting some just some some kickbacks there. Uh, really just sticking it to him, sticking it to him. I'm sure he appreciated all those people paying him taxes. Uh, gonna have to really work on that one moving forward for him. So we'll really mention just... it to Queen Calacrest. I don't know who that is. I'm That's... from another dimension. Is your name actually Inhuman? Uh, I am the Inhumanist. Yes, what your mama called you? Oh. No, my mama called me Leonard. Oh, uh, okay. Well, you oh, know what, Leonard? Leonard. Nice to meet you. So much Pleasure. better. You will wreck in Leonard's yard. You're a bad man. Well, I didn't know his name was Leonard. I would have probably been able to connect with him a little bit more if he gave me his name. He came in and was like, I am the Inhumanist, in, in that exact voice. Uh, and, his, and then he started releasing pink goo. Can't talk to this guy anymore. It's been a really long night. Moot disappeared. Yeah, I think. Yeah. And Hillip's still here. I am still here. Too yes, many it bad is. Bad things have happened. Well, let's talk about it on the elevator ride down. It seems like these fine folks have cleared up their garbage problems. Yeah, you guys are grown ups. Figure it out. They can just sling spells at each other for all we care. Maybe they will take each other out. And then uh, who knows what will happen after that? Yeah, let's ride the big machine back. Yeah. Careful, the big machine will probably try to kill you. It's I usually turn it off, but I've been locked in a, in a time interstitial time stasis. Why do you have it? To protect the village. That didn't work so great with the pink. Well, the no. machines have their and, limitations. And it tried to kill us as we tried to come help the village. Well, you were an intruder to the village and it tried to kill you. So it was actually doing its job. I, this may actually be a problem well, also uh, to to solve about the whole like trade-in situation and like the vendors that tried to come through and and things like that. If you notice that slowed down, it's just something to think about. Anyway, uh, why don't we go back and do our report because there is this is not without its paperwork and um, get that to Queen Cal, of course. Tell her I said hello. I will not. We fade out on Mooklim and Sully traveling <laughs> Riding that elevator. <laughs> so many important conversations happening in that elevator. I know. That's right. So you guys, did you know that uh, the cosmos is a pretty big and wild place? It's starting to flood back to me that I have all of the information in the world. Maybe there's like worlds beyond worlds beyond worlds and gods that are gods of gods. And then uh, maybe time streams are like woven and interchanged and if you affect one it shoots off until one day it maybe comes back in a in a future and collides and then takes over and then the people that were in one maybe merge and some people stay there <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons, Season 2, Episode 134, starring Amy Moore as Sully, Carla Maxted as Glim, Tom Laird as Moot, and Russ Moore as your Dungeon Master. Editing by Russ Moore. This episode featured music from Epidemic Sound, Artlist, and Kevin McLeod, and sound effects from Epidemic Sound, Boom Library, and Sound Ideas. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Jessica Babiak, Cat Waterflame, Jacob Madden, Christian Brown, Craig Zeiss, Aaron Stevens, Darylith, Perry Matey, Old School Gamer D, L.A. Branton, Nathaniel Teeter, Destiny Garcia, Nicholas Cooper, and Ryan Carr. Sign up today at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast for a whole world of perks, including an exclusive podcast. And right now, through the month of October 2022, when you sign up for an annual membership, you'll get two months free. Sign up for 12, only pay for 10. Patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. We hope to see you over there. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. We'll talk again soon. He, well, he comes well. into he he goes through the anuses and then he drops his all the things. It just I'm slipping back into Hillop. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Were you accused of a murder enacted by supernatural forces beyond your control? Yeah. Are you seeking a multi-figure gold settlement for damages to your business? Yes.
Cruz. Are you a young entrepreneur seeking justice for the murder of a family member that would be here if you were better at your job? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, I'm Thomas Phelps. I am the attorney, along with my assistants, of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher, and we want to help you get justice. Our expert legal services are available for a modest fee. But not too modest, I got a family to feed. As a bot, I don't eat, but I do have a hunger. A hunger for justice. And that hunger drives us to work for you, future client. From investigation to sentencing, we've got you covered for everything from public urination. Oh, yeah. To murder in varying degrees. Don't look at me. The attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher care about families. That's why they work quickly to help get this daddy off. I was blown away. My business was in trouble after an unfortunate case of property damage. But the attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher helped set things right with a hefty gold settlement. So come on down to the law offices of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher. Located in the old Biscayne Boys building. In Eastern Orgea. Just follow the podcast highway signs for Dungeons and Drimbus and take the season three exit. The attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbio, and Felcher are not responsible nor liable for any of the following that may be incurred while working on your case. Sudden death, loss of limb, heartbreak, the use of magic to secure evidence, the wrath of an interdimensional being, urinary bladder infections, nausea, depression, the sudden desire to remove one's clothing, the illicit romance of a will-they-won't-they they workplace scenario, or complete and utter disregard for the natural laws of space and time. Join your favorite fantasy attorneys for their next case. Dungeons and Drimbus publishes every Friday wherever podcasts are found.